This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? Thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you to those that have sent in their uh, criticisms slash suggestions. We welcome them all. We're trying to improve the show on a daily or weekly basis, uh, and we're going we're gonna to try to incorporate some of those suggestions and, and criticisms today. And today, if you look in the Sponsor Opportunity Green Room, you'll see WWE Hall of Famer turned rugby advocate John Bradshaw Layfield and his pal King Gift A. Baylu, the inventor of words. And looking at the Your Company name here, Slate, there are the topics, and we have George Hook once again joining us. But first, let's bring in John and Gift. Uh, guys, a good week. A very, very good week. I believe we were 43 and 26 collectively, and we were all over 500 on the week with a reversal. For some of us, like yours truly, last week I was 1 and 4 in Premiership games. And you were awful. You were awful. I was awful. I was awful, John, and you know what? It's time to move on. It's time to do better and, and work harder. And I did. And I was four and one this week, a complete reversal. That's what happens when the USA, for the first time ever, wins a gold in a Commonwealth game because the women won gold in the Pan Am games this weekend. So that was why we did well. All right. Go USA. <laughs> we do well as a country. We do well individually. Hallelujah. <laughs> Bam. Hallelujah. Right here we have America's winning, and uh, we should have gold medals put around our necks for the week we had last week. Yeah, I'm bragging about being 4-1. and one. You were 5-0 and oh in the premiership. Take Bam! a bow. Bam! Yo, oh, I, th yo. I thought you guys didn't celebrate. I thought you guys didn't I celebrate. I celebrate for my USA women getting Pan Am gold, beating Canada. This is, this is my celebration. All right, I Gift has been muted. Gift has been muted. And John has now been muted as well, so we can get on with the show. So just looking at those records, we were 43 and 26. Uh, Gift and I were each 15 and 8. And John, unfortunately, was not. He was 13 and 10. Still a good week. Again, picking against rosters that we don't know who's going to be in it because of the uh, World Cup. But, John, you, sir, once again – Get the wooden spoon, but it's it's a good week to get. Yeah, and you get donkey balls. How about that? Moving right along to the business of the walk of shame. Gift, you get the walk of shame for being so shamefully good, picking five and zero oh in the premiership. Well done, I'll sir. Well done, sir. We got people like the champ on your back. You got USA rocking it, man. Hey, it's, let's go. Yeah. Bailu Bumba yeah. Bailu Bumba yeah. Bailu Bumba yeah. All hell, King Bailu. Excellent. On that note, let's bring in George Hook. George, thanks for joining us once again. Yeah, yeah, George Hook here. Yes. George, you must love their exuberance. Yes. All right. So, George, anything in particular catch your eye, or you, you learn something from this past weekend of rugby? Well, I mean, to be fair, it's it's a fallow week. It's the week after the Rugby World Cup. Most of the the world players, particularly in Europe, which is my neck in the woods, I was astonished the number of people who went to watch Leinster, like Leinster third 15, play Edinburgh rubbish. 
And then Munster's third 15 playing some Welsh team that faintly resembled Welsh teams of the past. And they, they yeah, it says something for Irish audiences. Irish audiences are still turning up. And believe it or not, I think we have a we have a major discussion here for the program tonight. And this is what's uh, called in television terms a bombshell, because none of you guys know this was coming. I want to talk soccer tonight on the oh, Do I have to <laughs> mute your mic? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to mute your mic, George. <laughs> Our association football to you guys. Don't you use those curse words on this show ever again. And it has great relevance for our beloved game. All right. Well, do tell. One of the great teams of English football called Arsenal were playing a team from the Northeast called Newcastle. And Newcastle win with a goal that with the naked eye would have been disqualified as a, a no, no goal. The ball was over the end zone before he, he crossed it. The, the, one of the bad guys in defense stuck his elbow in the face of one of the attackers. The fellow who scored the goal was so offside, you know, you could spot it with naked eyes. So they go to the bunker and they say, hey, listen, can we allow this goal? And he says, well, I haven't got a camera angle for the first one. I haven't got a camera angle for the second one. And I haven't got a camera angle for the third one. So I guess it's a goal. Oh, <laughs> At this moment in time, and now I'm serious. This is huge in terms of association football in the United Kingdom. It, it has essentially made their whole refereeing a laughing stock. And rugby, beware. That's my 10 cents worth. John, yeah. something catch your eye this week? What I want to tell you is this. In the URC, Zebra has made dramatic changes in their program. They've scored 96 points so far. O only two teams. One team is tied with them, the Stormers. One team, Vodacom, has more points. Only one team in the league. They haven't won a game in 28 games, but they are scoring a ton of points. They're going to upset some people this year. Bet the over in any of their games because they've given up 128, by the way. So they've given up a lot of points, but they score a lot of points. You can't fix everything that's wrong with Zebra in one year. They've at least fixed the offense. They're scoring a ton of points. It's going to be a lot of fun to see who they upset this year because they are going to win some games. I appreciate that Lacey down in Houston, Texas, hasn't been a, met too many Italians. But Zebra is a four-legged animal with black and white stripes. Zebra is a team in the URC. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. I don't know if they're Italians or I don't know if they're in zoos. I don't Thank know. You. I just know they scored 96 points. But once again, you're right. I must say, Mr. Lathan is 100% correct. Really good. Mutual <laughs> admiration society going on with you two. This is fabulous. Gift? I don't have something as profound as soccer or as a specific team. Thank you. But the one thing that I was able to take from this week was, one, World Rugby, once again, continues to fail to allow people to actually promote the game for them as they took down Squidge's rugby video about South Africa's uh, win and the actual breakdown and actually, like, you know, letting the common viewer actually understand the game. Uh, they said, hey, YouTube, this one should be gone. We don't want anybody to understand this or grow this game. 
And then secondly, uh, British Lions possibly creating a Super League with the URC and the Premiership down the line in three years. And uh, shout out to England for winning the WXV1. Your man GIF has now offended roughly five and a half million people in 32 counties on the most westerly island in Europe by referring to the team as the British Lions when yeah. almost certainly the Lions team that will go on tour this time, the majority will be Irish. Exactly. Yeah, Gift, gift watch it, Gift. It's the British and, and Irish Lions. We, we, I need the anger to be focused in. I need to make sure they're focused into the issue. <laughs> That's gift.abelu.com. Best program we've done in months. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. Hey, Matt, JBL sucks. Come on, Ireland! And we're back. I can't get over the fact that Welsh players were still not with their professional teams, George. They're playing against the Barbarians. Please, please explain this to me. So my, my head's ready to explode. If I'm an owner of a Welsh club, and and I still got after a World Cup, and I still don't have my players available to me because they're playing for they're playing against the Barbarians. Well, I I mean I I didn't think about it too much because as I said right at the beginning of the program, it's a fallow week at the end of the Rugby World Cup. The, the Welsh game is in such disarray. As they said, ah yeah, why don't we play in some friendly games? A bit of crack. A uh, crack, by the way, is a Gaelic word <laughs> or good fun, as opposed to uh, something that might snort up your nose. <laughs> just a minor <laughs> distinction yeah the welsh were eliminated before the irish were eliminated right so the irish teams i understand they're resting their players they got to get these guys healthy get their their mindset back in you know coming coming off that high and coming into these matches and a credit to the irish fans as you pointed out because they're going to the matches despite the fact that their loss against new zealand was like an irish wake but how does this help professional rugby keeping them longer? I mean, the Welsh players are, are now longer away from their, na their nation's teams, professional teams, than anybody else. What is that? It's symptomatic of where this game is going. Like uh, John made a very valid point about Zebre uh, and Benetton, who are now ahead of two Welsh teams at the bottom of the, of the league table. I know it's early days, but these are two teams that, you know, couldn't buy a win for the last five or six years. Welsh rugby is in utter disarray. Who are the bloody dragons? Like, the dragons are meaningless. Oh. Like, Canically meant something. The way Canically front row of, of past history or Cardiff or Neath, they all Pontypool, they all meant something. By the way, it was Pontypool front row. But anyway, if they all meant something. They were the village. The whole thing about Wales that I grew up with was 
They went to church on Sunday morning and they sang and they, they rugby was the game of the coal miners coming up from the pit, covered in black dust and suffering from uh, their lungs being destroyed by anthracite. That whale, rugby was the game of the people and it made Wales one of the great rugby nations on earth. Now they're, they're struggling against Zebra. The Welsh teams are spiraling downward and as John pointed out, Zebra is no longer the laughing stock of the league. They're they're respectable. They got to learn that they're not playing touch rugby though. They got to tackle some people. We got to take a quick break. We'll come back with more with George after this. You need your cleats. You need them tomorrow. If you order today by 3 p.m. New York time or noon LA time, they can have them to you tomorrow. Young, old, male, female. If you're playing on turf, if you're playing on grass, if you're playing in the rain, you're playing in the heat, they've got you covered. RugbyNow.com. Go there now. And we're back with George Hook, WWE Hall of Famer, John Bradshaw, Layfield, and King Gifte Belu, the inventor of words. Gentlemen, other than George, do you have something to ask of George? John? Absolutely. Uh, Saracens, which has come over to Bermuda many times to help promote the program over there beyond rugby. Uh, Gareth Noakes, my good friend from Wales, helped bring those guys over. Saracens is a different team when England is not playing. Mauro Itoje, Jamie George, Billy Venapolo, also Owen Farrell. And those guys are the bulk of that team. Is Saracens right now, with those guys there and healthy, untouchable in their premiership? Well, if we look at it as of this very week, we don't know because they're not in the top three in the table. Exeter are actually uh, the top team. It's terribly early days. I looked at the table um, before I came on the show and it just looks so bare. You were looking at an English premiership with a Wasps, with a Worcester. Without yeah. the great London Irish, they are now saying they've got some kind of res rescue package in place that no other club will go bust. I'm not sure about that. But but that's the English game. So you have the national game, no matter how well they played in the World Cup. And to be fair, they did better than we thought. They still did badly. And the Six Nations is coming up. That's a real test. That's the real test for England. And the league, minus three major teams, no promotion, no relegation. Like, believe it or not, Coventry, you know, people don't even, never even heard of them. Coventry went from the end of World War II to 1960 without losing a game at home. Like, they were one of the great teams of England. They're to all intents and purposes, a junior club now. So so the game is different. Fair enough. Fair enough. Gift. As I spoke earlier about the British and Irish Lions, I have to ask a question of what is the purpose of this tour anymore? In the age that now we have this new international schedule where oh, Ireland and the UK will be playing the New Zealand to South, we have now the professional side where you're already having players getting pulled. You have the money strain that now is impacting the RFU and literally all of European rugby. This tour doesn't seem to hold outside of tradition and memory and nostalgia oh. a is there a place anymore for this tour to exist 
and still bring value to the sport of rugby as it once did in the past. How dare you? I'll, I'll try and be as brief as I can. Is there any place for the British and Irish Lions tour anymore? And my answer is no. This is wow. this is this is not going well. But it's not going well. But it's, I, I categorically disagree with you. Because you've got an answer you don't want, Matt. I really like GIF. Like his questions are really, week after week, are really pointed and good. And that's an outstanding question. You're, they're trying to shoehorn the British and Irish Lions tour into all these other professional championships that they're putting together. Like, see, I'm very old. Right, so when I lie in bed, I dream of Marilyn Monroe. The Lions, they played, on average, 32, 33 games. They shared bedrooms. It was an extraordinary friendship grew up in 1959 in New Zealand. Tony O'Reilly, public school boy, wealthy, sharing a room uh, with Ray Williams, who's a bulldozer driver from Wales. And a lifetime friendship grew up between that working class Welshman and that very wealthy Irishman. That's what the Lions brought. They, they brought four countries together and it meant something. The red shirt of Wales, the white shorts of England, the green socks of Ireland with the blue tops of Scotland. It meant something. They were away for six months. In 1948, they went down <laughs> to the boat. It took them six weeks to get down there. They're down there for six months, and it takes them six weeks oh. to get back. But no drinking on that, that tour. That was the charm. That was tradition. This thing they go down and play about eight games, utterly meaningless. Forget about it. I have no interest. I wouldn't even bother watching it. I love it. I love the British and Irish Lions, and so do the players. The players still think of it as an honor. Oh, it's a big honor. You probably love baseball. You probably love baseball. Yeah, but you know what? I'll, I'll make the argument that to, you know, I do, do you love, love baseball. baseball or not? Hold yes on. or no? And that, yes and that, or no? Answer his yeah, question. No, I love answer. baseball. See, and I also say gift. Do you go? Do you watch the NBA All Star Game or the MLB All Star Game? Do you want to do away with those two gift? Because you that's basically do what do this is. They actually do. We see that with the NFL uh, Pro Bowl. Has That's garbage. Significantly. The MLB All-Star Game doesn't get nearly the ratings it did before. And the NBA All-Star Game has completely trashed out since the uh, the dunk contest went out. And outside of it being shuffled around, it doesn't have the same value. Now we have a whole I, I, tournament in the middle of the season. <laughs> it's players having fun. And that's the beauty of the British and Irish Lions Tour. Those players, A, are still bonding. It's an honor. It's a tradition. And it's fun to watch because no, there is nothing at stake. No, it's ah. not. All right. Listen, we're going to Look, they went agree down to disagree. Zealand. They went down New Zealand and Clive Woodward was the coach. He brought, a, he brought two teams. Not one team. He brought two teams. So he had this brilliant idea. It'll be one team with different coaches, different managers, different everything. It'll play on Wednesdays. And then we'll have another team that'll play on Saturdays. And never the twain shall meet. Now, he's a pretty odd fella playing the out half. I can't remember his name, a Welsh fella, but he was impossible. And he told Woodward, take a hike here, right? I'm not going to play anymore. So Woodward brought down the British Prime Minister's PR man. So now your man had a great idea. We show Clive and this idiot Welshman 
kissing and making up. So they say to the cameraman, the doyen of Lyons' cameraman, hide behind the bush. Now, Clive's going to come out with the Welsh guy, and you take a picture of Clive kissing and making up with the Welsh guy. Well, what the camera didn't show was tell your man telling him take a fly and you know what of himself, and he wasn't going to play with him anymore. Like, if the game is reduced to PR opportunities, I don't want to know about it. Am I old? Yes. Am I pinned the bus? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, you just said that's what you're paying me the big bucks for. It's true. And also for your again, your beauty on introducing segues that just make this seamless because you said PR. And I wanted to know what your make of the Ospreys versus Sharks at the Twickenham Stoop was all about this past weekend. This is a URC competition, a URC matchup playing in a premiership country. Desperation. But uh, no, but I mean, you got to remember, it doesn't actually mean anything anymore. It's a bit like politics. Like, if you lose the voters, you're done. Rugby has lost the voters. It's lost the football. They're now suggesting that England will not fill Twickenham next February for the Six Nations Championship. I mean, that hasn't happened since before World War One. I reserve judgment on that at this point. Here's my point about that Ospreys, who are the well, one of the Welsh URC professional teams. They have a home game in the other country, in England, rather than at home. You only have a certain amount of home games. You only have a certain amount of home games against the South African teams. It's like the Buffalo Bills playing in Toronto. And the Ospreys won an exciting match. They could have done that on their home turf in front of their own fans. I, I just don't get it. But nobody gets it. I mean, you've got to remember there is no logic anymore. Again, the distinguished GIF, the brain of this entire operation. GIF said earlier on that world rugby has lost the plot. And you're witnessing it almost every day. You're witnessing at world rugby losing the plot of this great game. It's finished. Well, I hope it lasts just a little bit longer because I want to see if we can get you to say for the fourth consecutive show the word testicles. <laughs> on that note, George, we want to thank you for coming on once again and enlightening us. George Hook, everybody, we'll be right back after this. From New York City comes America's longest-running and most popular rugby show. The biggest names in Major League Rugby, MLR highlights, and big match previews. Rugby Wrap-Up presents MLR Weekly, made in New York City. And we're back with John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer turned rugby advocate and his compadre, King, King Gift A. Bailu, the inventor of words. Great having George Hook back on with us, but we got to move on, that guys. That was the we... dumbest question I've, a statement I've ever heard in my life, where you said British and Irish Lions, oh, they bonded. Do they have a great game? Is the tour relevant? Does it make money? Oh, they bond. That is the dumbest single thing I have ever heard in my life. And I turned 57 this month. I'm half a hundred plus seven. That's how old I'm going to be this month. I've heard a lot of dumb things. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, well, you keep insulting me like that. You're not going to see 57. How you doing, Cement Shoes? 
that now that's the dumbest thing i ever heard after that we have a show of superlatives that's what we do here and and you know what as i was just about to say we we're out of time so we got to speed you have to derail the program once again you're the one that said something stupid the urc john so i ulster and munster ulster lost a heartbreak last week to connect i think they lose again I got Munster coming in and beating Ulster. Gift. Zebra versus Sharks. And this is the game where you're taking a Shark team that's been on the road for three weeks. They're on the road for a fourth week. And they've been 0-3. Next one, we got Zebra. As John spoke already before, that they've been scoring their points on and on and on and on and on. And give this to the Zebra. Because I think being at home, being able to score, and on the one-to-one basis of the Ospreys, Zebra played him better. It's nothing like a god lightning round as John juggles his balls. I'm going to take Leinster going into Rodney Parade against Newport. It's going to be a parade of tries for the team from Dublin. Let's move to the premiership, John. Leinster got boat raced by Saracens last week, but I don't care who it was in the premiership. They were going to get boat raced by Saracens. Same thing with Leinster this week going home. They've got Harlequins, they're five and a half points of favorites. I'm going with Leicester to win at home. Interesting. Wow. Leicester one and four on the season, but maybe they're going to start to climb back up that ladder in the long season. Gift. Check, check the rosters before the game. Make sure they're getting their players back. Gift. Man, take a look at the game. Sale versus Bristol, the Bears versus the other Sharks. <laughs> and look, Sale has been on a streak, came off a big game against Gloucester. Sale over Bristol for the win. And the points. Okay. I like Saracens to absolutely destroy Newcastle at Kingston Park. Next up, the top 14. John. Toulouse got beat last week. They come at home. You don't want to play Toulouse at home after they lose the game. Parapion is coming in, and they are going to get absolutely destroyed by Toulouse. I can't agree more. Gift. I don't care. I don't care if you agree or not. And so do the fans that are earning money off our hard-earned Jumping on the bandwagon. Gift. Man, take a look at Pow. When you're talking about a Drake song, started from the bottom, now you're here. Pow has absolutely done that. Going on against Bordeaux, look for them to continue the streak, top of the rankings, even though, uh, you know, Francis players are just trickling in recently. But I look at Pow to get this final week as a winner. Also, shout out to Rossing as C is about to come in to wreak havoc in the top 14, despite some haters, you know, here trying to underestimate his impact. I like an angry Ronan O'Gara's La Rochelle at home versus Bayonne, not the one in New Jersey. And finally, picks of the week, John. Zebra, the star of the show. Books are going to keep, keep up with them, catch up with them at some point. They haven't yet. Go over in Zebra. Wow, one of the te- a team with no wins is getting all our play. Amazing as John continues to juggle his balls. Gift. Look, this is going to be the last few weeks that Rossig 92 is going to be existing without Sia Khaleesi, the great Sia Khaleesi playing for them. But because French teams don't know how to win on the road, look for Toulon, who upset me last week as I tried to give him the vote of confidence. Look for them to take their win at home straight up as the win against Rossig 92. For now. Does money bet on losing teams cash any different than money bet on winning teams? Boom. Bam. (laughs) I'm going with Vodacom going into Cardiff Arms Park. Cardiff coming off a tough loss, but it's going to get tougher for them. Vodacom 
are going to run them out of the park. On that note, guys, we are out of time. I want to thank Mr. John Bradshaw Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer, King Gifte Bailu, the inventor of words, George Hook, the Irish rugby legend. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other shows, including MLR Weekly, the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Tell your friends about us. Sign up for our weekly newsletter, and please join our American Red Cross blood donor team. Even if the closing wasn't 30 minutes long, we'd have a show.